Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back. This is your girl, Mikael. This is your sister in Christ. Listen, if you are a babe, a newbie, a new believer, you've recently given your life to Christ, you may still be even on the fence. I am here for you. I am here to help you understand some of the basic things that I didn't know when I first gave my life to Christ and I made many mistakes. Not that you don't have grace to make mistakes. You can, you have the grace. The, um, God has given grace for those mistakes in your life. But if you don't have to make mistakes and you have someone that can help you, then that's even better. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to tell you some of the, some of the core basic things that I didn't know. I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know how to read the Bible. I didn't understand. I was afraid of that Holy Spirit. Um, I didn't understand baptism. I didn't really even want it because I didn't want to get my hair wet. Like what? Get my hair wet? Girl, it's a black girl. We don't do that. But um, uh, all those things are things that I want to talk to you about. Let me know what your growth, what your experience in Christ has been like. Even let me know what church do you go to? What country are you in? Let me know what is going on in your um, life. How is your growth? But today we are talking about um, reading that word, reading that Bible, that thing that um, can seem so exhaustive. <laughs> it can seem like too much. Um, I think the Bible could be kind of intimidating um, because of its size, but and it's so much words and it feels like it's so many things that you have to remember and do. Um, and I just remember feeling when I first gave, or even before I gave my life to Christ, um, that feeling of those rules. I don't, I don't want a bunch of rules to have to live by because you know we are independent people, right? Like I don't know. I grew up feeling in my head like I'm gonna be an independent woman. I don't need nobody. I don't need, and I didn't even think about God when I, when I thought about the nobody, nobody, right? And so the nobody end up trickling over into my relationship with God. Um, that strong feeling of strength and the fact that I can do it all by myself, um, was a part of, of me rejecting Christ. Um, and then the the hard part of now accepting Christ into my heart, the Savior, um, and Lord and ruler, these these strong words that um can typically make you run, can typically make you um wanna stay away because it seems like somebody else is gonna have control. It seems like um you can't do this on your own. It seems like uh this thing but all these rules are going to now take over. Like where, where are all these, you got, you can't even live and have fun. I remember thinking, um, the Christian Christians, I don't see, they don't, they don't look like they dress up nice. They kind of look kind of like, you know, whatever. And this is back in the day. Um, so, so although I look relatively young, just remember that I have a 20 year old, um, we grew up together, which is fine. But, um, so in my day, when I saw, and this is in the 80s, when I saw Christians uh, 
and I'm talking about female Christians because that's who I would look at. Um, they didn't, they weren't dressed up looking cute, sweets. <laughs> they were looking a little um too housewifeish for me. Um, and 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 that was not my style, that's not my taste. So I really wanted to steer clear of them. Um, one of the other things that I wanted why I didn't see the value of being a Christian was because I never saw a wealthy Christian. Now, I'm not a prosperity teacher, preacher, nothing. I'm just saying there are certain things and promises that God said in the word, and I didn't see it manifesting in the life of some of the people that were Christians around me. And so that was like, why would I? But um, I realized that a lot of Christians that are wealthy are very conservative. They're very modest. They're not like what we would see when we see, um, because I was in the world and I see pop stars um, and, and see all of these things, um, they're flamboyant. They, they push it in your face and you got to see money, you, you know, those kind of things. And then the opposing thing to that was me seeing um, some believers, some pastors and whatever, uh, make the mistake of valuing their relationship or our relationship with Christ to money. And so those were extremes for me that I didn't um I didn't like, but if we read the word, if you study scripture, you would see that God has made some promises to us and it, and that's what he said. He's made promises to us if we do certain things, then it has to happen. Inevitably, it has to because by principle, these things will happen. Um, and so, um, anyway, going into this relationship with Christ, it was kind of rocky because I had I I couldn't trust this 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 this, this Christ. I couldn't trust him. Um, and so now, as I've learned to develop my relationship in communicating through prayer and now through reading the Word. Um, and like I said in, in the past video, one of uh, my favorite Bible characters is David. And David is a fave of mine because he spoke his truth. Like, he didn't pull punches. Like, he didn't try to be like, since this is God, I'm going to pretend like I'm good. I'm going to go to him in prayer and be like, you know, fake that all is well, you know, because we like to say that, because so we like to pretend. No, when you go to God, when you go before Christ, when you're connecting with the Holy Spirit, you go with all truth. Look, I am upset. This is how I feel. This is what is going on. I don't like this. I don't like that. You know, that you go with being transparent. That is different from having faith. So having faith is um, what you may say verbally, what you declare. I declare that I will have a mansion. I, I speak those things into being. But when you're speaking to that of the Father, when you're speaking to, the, to your GPS, you need to say the address. You need to say what it is that you want, where you want to go. We need to know the goal. We need to know purpose here. And so um, reading the word and using a character, 
character and help you understand the Bible better. And so it helps you to break down um, the Bible into different into different characters. You can also study the word by reading different um, books of the Bible or topics in the Bible. So different topics could be like a topic on love. Excuse me a second. So you can you can talk about love or you can study love, that is. Um, you can study uh, salvation. You can study um, Jesus. You can study um, peace. You can you can study those things um, and, and and by different topics and by different characters, and that helps you grow um, in Christ. It helps you co- to connect. And connecting, you need to get to the word. You need to know what the word says so that you can say it back to Christ. You could say it back in prayer. Um, so, so reading that, reading the scripture, reading um, books that can uplift you, that inspires you, that helps to grow your spiritual life um, is beneficial as well. So just reading the word is not just it. Um, I've made a habit through um, instruction um, under um, the coverage of uh, the church that I attend, Cornerstone Church of God, um, we read two two books a month. And that's two books separate from the business articles and business um, books that I read personally. And so it's not hard to read two books. You just have to designate time to read those books. You need to designate time so that you can um, build your spiritual life, build your career, to build your um, your walk, your journey. You have to build it. You have to formulate it. You have to guide it. You have to be the one to do the work. God is not coming down uh, from heaven to do it for you. This aspect of prayer and um, reading and studying the Bible is... It's not fun. It's not fun all the time, but um, God can't do it for you. You're going to have to do it yourself. That is the, the sacrifice that you need to make. Um, my throat gets a little dry sometimes. I'm sorry. I have to drink a little water, guys. Um, but what has been one thing that has hindered you or you feel frustrated about when reading the word, what is keeping you from reading the word? One thing that um, that I've done is I make I make the stories like juicy. Um, so like when you talk about David and you see the different aspects of his life, and you're just like, oh, David gonna get himself a girl. He went and got Abigail. So he went there. He went to um to to that place because Abigail's husband basically dissed him and so you know he was all being all masculine and stuff and going to go at him but um abigail was wise enough she was like you know what no let me go to him let me try to iron things out let me smooth things out and that's how she copped herself a man she went out there she spoke to him she gave a little gift and she created peace and then david was like "Mm, the girl got some sense there i'm gonna marry that girl and that's what happened. And so I create the story and I make it juicy. Um, I, and I, I think the hardest part for me 
when I was developing my relationship with Christ was I felt like I needed to remember these scriptures, like, you know, you know, just remembering them, you know, every scripture, what it says. Um, and I think even in, maybe it had to have been when I was in, in Bible school, in um, children's church and that kind of thing. Maybe we had to learn the scriptures and then, re- and then repeat it, but it was like one scripture a week. And so after, you know, time developing that would also help you um, remember scriptures. And so if you were to take one scripture, one scripture a week, not a day, one scripture a week, study it, dwell on it, ponder on it, pray on it, think about it. By the end of the year, like, that's all, that's like 54 odd scriptures that you have absorbed in your heart. And when it's needed, it'll come out as if, you know, that was right on the tip of your tongue. And so that's the good thing about um, taking time to study the word, um, studying scripture, paying attention to scriptures. And like I said, for me, I studied um, not only topics, but I found more development when I studied characters. As a babe, I would say start from Matthew because you're going to study Jesus, study the guy who has sacrificed his life for us, who surrendered his life on a cross, who has been um, teased and taunted, ridiculed, insulted, dissed, and we can complain when people do something to us. But when we look back at, at Jesus and see what he went through, we can understand um, exactly what that, that felt like. And so study Jesus. That's the first character you can, you should study. Um, and that's starting from Matthew. Start from the New Testament and then continue studying Jesus. Um, we study his love. We study faith. Um, we're studying peace. We're studying um, relationships. If you see how Jesus um, endured knowing um, that a friend of his, his own friend, dissed him, betrayed him, sold him out. You went into a business partnership. You went into partnership with a friend. And maybe that friend has stolen money from you. Um, has done something that was not nice, is you know that was deceiving. Jesus still forgave him. Jesus still, if he had not killed himself, um, he would have still made it to heaven once he had asked for forgiveness. And that's with us when we sin, we're not to be like Judas and cast ourselves out of the kingdom. And cast ourselves from the face of God. We can go back to him and say, oh God, I'm so sorry. And studying these scriptures allow you to see that there is no perfection in, in our walk. There is no perfection in our relationships. There is no perfection on this journey. Um, developing your relationship with Christ takes time. It takes 
effort and it takes interest. It takes time, effort, and interest. 